To ring in the new year, we're introducing our new segment, the Sunday Fast Break, where we're going to be breaking down Illinois basketball every week. And joining us in studio is former Illini Trent Meacham. Trent, Happy New Year, and thanks for joining us here. Happy New Year. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank awesome. You. So Illinois picking up their first win of 2021. It wasn't pretty by any means, but what does this mean for, you know, just setting the president precedent for January and moving forward? It was not pretty there against against Purdue last night, but it's it's a third game win streak. You know, this team's been a little bit up and down so far in this early season. So to get three wins in a row in the Big Ten, very good. And I think too, to to win ugly is important. You know, this team has shown dominance in some games, beating Minnesota by 30, uh, beating Penn State very handily on the road. So to win an ugly game where your best player, Ayo DeSumo, doesn't play well, I think is a good good sign for this team. And for Ayo DeSumo to have an off night, I mean, he still scored in double figures, but I think that says a lot about him for, what was it, a 10-plus point performance, and you consider that an off night for Ayo DeSumo. Come on, Ayo. You can't get 30 <laughs> every night. I mean, Ayo has been terrific this season uh, you know he's scoring 30 plus multiple nights what is he averaging 23 plus seven rebounds five assists he does everything not to mention he's been a fantastic closer and again so I think this is a probably a good sign for this program Io does not have his best game does not score in the second half now I'd like for him to continue to be aggressive which he typically doesn't have a, a hard time with I'm not worried about him I think he's so mentally tough that he's gonna be he's gonna respond with a big game here against Northwestern but I do think it's a great sign for this program, this team. Other guys step up. Other guys make big shots uh, moving forward because we're going to need that. Io, we can't rely on him to score 30-plus every night. And I think the freshmen stepped up in a big way against Purdue. They were kind of responsible for, you know, providing a spark in, in some of those runs. What are you seeing from them and how have they grown into their role a little bit just early here in the season? Andre Curbelo, say no more. That, that, that kid is, is special. Okay, so we can get back to him maybe, but it was great to see last night Coleman Hawkins get some burn, mm -hmm. get a little bit more minutes. I don't know what his plus minus was, but both in the first half and the second half, this team made, this team made great runs with him on the court. He, he's got the look to me to be a fantastic player in the future, so I love seeing Coach Underwood get him a little bit more minutes. You know, the, the struggles of Adam Miller have been well documented, but I, I think I, I still love his, his intensity. I love how he plays defense. And he's going to find his way. There's a lot big expectations for him coming in, but he's still doing a good job. Look, he doesn't have as many opportunities as he's used to, you know, from high school. He doesn't have those opportunities that Io DeSumo had as a freshman. He's playing on a winning team with two All-Americans, and I think he's doing pretty darn well. Right, and Andre Curbelo has had so much production coming off the bench, but that begs the question, should he be in the starting lineup? I love his energy off the bench. You know, I'm fine with the starting lineup. My biggest thing is, Coach, are you getting him in early? And he typically is before that even oftentimes that, that first timeout at the 16-minute mark. And then are you playing him starters minutes? Last night he plays 28 minutes. He's oftentimes closing games. So he's probably our third best player. And I just, the imprint that he leaves on every game, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a special player. And I think how Coach Underwood has brought him along so far has been very good because he's going to go down the court and have some just really bad turnover sometime and some questionable shots and decision making. But coach has allowed him to play through that. And I think in doing so, you know, that's allowed him to thrive. And maybe the best thing about Curbelo is that he's fearless. So he'll come down and make a bad play. But the very next position, he's not afraid to go back into the fray to get in the paint and try to make another play. 
And I think a lot of people would like to see that play get rewarded by getting into the starting lineup. But to me, if you're playing valuable minutes, playing up there with the starters, who cares if you get the start or not? I mean, it's just the stat at that point. That's the biggest thing. And I'd maybe be a little bit concerned with what's, if you take out Adam Miller, say, what's his uh, mental confidence after being, you know, demoted, so to speak, from the starting lineup. Mm -hmm. So I love the energy. You want energy coming in off the bench. And this is a great starting lineup. Let's not let's not try to fix something that's not broken. Right. No, that that that's exactly it. And he reminds me a little bit of of Andres Feliz because he was the same kind of guy that was coming off the bench for a long time, but still just had that team first bulldog mentality. So maybe I guess if you're first part of your name begins with Andre, then you're just a, a team player. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I don't blame fans because Curbelo is so uh, electric with the ball. Right. And when he enters the court, you know, everybody is just heightened because you don't know what he's going to do. You don't know where that ball is going to go. But again, he's going to find a way to make a big impact on the game. And he, he's, a, he's a special, special player. I was really high on him coming into this season. Now, I did not expect for him to do this well this soon, uh, but, man, he, he's been fantastic, and he's just a special player to watch. There's few players like him around the country. Now, a big area of concern for this team has been their free throw shooting. How badly does that need to be cleaned up? Because they are heading into a very tough stretch of the season. Free throws can, can win or lose you games. That's, that's, that's going to be key. Uh, you know, I look, we're actually shooting better than our opponents. And we're actually shooting more foul shots than our opponents. So I know a lot of fans can be up in arms about the referees mm -hmm. here and there, but there's no question we, we must improve. Kofi Coburn was 0 for 6 or 0 for 7 last night. He's got to do better. He's a better free throw shooter than that. The thing with free throws are it's, it's so much confidence. It's, it's, it's a mental thing. And so they need to get reps in, but it's, it's staying confident. It's encouraging your teammate. Free throws can be a bit... Uh, uh, you know, one person starts mi missing, they can be contagious. So that's where you really got to pick up your teammates. You miss one, okay, you got this next one. I expect this team with the quality of shooters we have to shoot better from the free throw line here this second half of the season. Well, coming behind the arc is DeMonte Williams. I've been impressed just with his overall presence on the team. What are you seeing from him and the progression that he's shown uh, just this season and, and in years past here? 70% from the three, that's incredible. You know, you know DeMonte is going to be, you know, a rugged defender. You know, he's rebounding the ball well. He's going to give it his all. We talked about this in the preseason. You know, if he can stretch the floor, if he can be respectable as a three-point shooter, that's a big plus to this team. He's way, you know, way beyond respectable. Shooting at a 70% clip is just very, very impressive. It's a testament to the work he's put in, and I, you just love to see a player like that being rewarded with the results. Now, Purdue's 19-0 run in that second half, to me, that is uh, just a little bit of a red flag. Because this is, if this is a team that wants to go to the NCAA tournament, they want to contend for a Big Ten title, that's something that loses you the game. It, was that concerning for you? I mean, how, how they need to clean that up a little bit. Yeah, on one hand, I like to see how this team, after going down 17-19-0 run, come back mm -hmm. and keep their composure. But... Basketball is a game of runs, and great teams limit those runs. So after, you know, maybe four, six in a row, okay, we got to get a stop. We got to run our offense. We got to get to the free throw line. And because against a better team, you're not going to be able to recover after a 19-0 run. 
I feel like maybe it was an issue. Do you think it was they, they overlooked Purdue a little bit? Because to me, I think Purdue was looking a lot better than maybe people expected them to coming into this game. So I was. do you think that maybe was the reason? They just kind of fell flat there and kind of thought they, they had a hold of them after their big run in the first half. I, I don't think we overlooked Purdue. You're coming after the Christmas, a little bit of a break. They had three days mandatory off. That's, a, that's a, an eternity in the middle of the season. I'm not used to having three days off. That can take a little bit of time to get your rhythm back. Uh, so I think it's maybe more of a factor of that. Plus, Purdue's a good team. You know they're going to be physical. You know they're going to play tough. And it's going to be a dogfight in the Big Ten. We can't expect to beat teams by 2030 like we did to Minnesota. Now, I think the talent that we have, we're going to have some games where we just impose our will. We make shots. We win very handed, handedly. And I think as fans, we see that and want that every night. But these are good teams. It's a grind of a season. You don't have it every night in terms of the ability to, to shoot the ball. So I look at this win, an ugly win, as being a good win for this program. And they got Northwestern this week, another top 20 matchup for this program. The Wildcats, they've maybe been a little bit of the surprise team in the Big Ten, but how prepared do you feel the Illini are to, to handle these guys on the road? Uh, you know, it's, it's always fun to play an in-state school, and Northwestern's been surprising, I think, from what preseason had projected, but they're a good team. I think what they present, too, is some real size on the wings and inside, which can be a factor for us. You know, DeMonte Williams at the four position is going to be giving up maybe five or six inches uh, with his matchups. They really spread the ball, shoot the ball well. A team that can shoot it is always dangerous, uh, but this is the Big Ten, so this is, I think, what players love, what coaches you know, uh, you know, love about this, this league and what fans we love. Every night is a battle, and it's great to see Northwestern playing well this season, and it, it should be a fun one. And I think this is another big step for Illinois to show that they can, you know, be successful in the Big Ten. They've certainly proved it at home, a perfect 6-0 and at the State Farm Center, but can they go on the road and beat some of these high major teams? For me, I'm seeing this as, you know, a must-win for Illinois and something that, just they need to, to set the bar, continue to set that bar high for yeah, them. Yeah, I think this Illini team wants to keep the streak going. We got three wins in a row. That's great. Let's keep this going. Mm -hmm. let's, let's put Northwestern in their place. Let's try to creep <laughs> up there into the first place in the Big Ten, you know, potentially. Uh, but again, it, it's a long season, so you got a good thing going. Let's try to keep the streak going. You're going to take some losses. You're going to have some bumps. Let's stay healthy. Let's stay together and hopefully keep building throughout the season. If this team does this, they have the talent, you know, to to win the Big Ten and to, to compete against anyone. And we'll end with a fun question tonight, Trent. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Oh, that's that's <laughs> a, that's a really that's a really good question. Uh, I'm a little bit more of in terms of trying to do something. I try to mm -hmm. think of like I want to be someone. So I, I've always done something like what's one word? What's one word that I want to oh. be this year? Okay. Um, as opposed to like I want to do these things. Right. And not to shame anyone for having New Year's resolutions. For me, I'm kind of the gal like, I don't need January 1st to make a change in my life. You know, I'm more so like, okay, I kinda, if I want to do something good, I'm going to do it in I like, February. I like the new, there's something about a new year that's like, You're one okay, of, yeah. okay, like it's, it's a great time to kind of take inventory, maybe regain perspective. Okay, this is what I want to prioritize. Uh, but yeah, my, my focus is usually a bit more on, okay, who do I want to become? How can I improve as a person as opposed to I want to do these things? Yeah, what was your biggest takeaway from 2020? I mean, it was a, a crazy year for all of us. Wow, that's a, that's, yeah. a, that's a deep question here. <laughs> I think uh, to learn to appreciate relationships, you know, when, you, when you're not yeah. able to see people, when you're not able to spend time with people that some of your closest people, family, friends, do those things 
and just appreciate any moments you have, uh, especially spending time with the people that you love most. All right. Well, Trent, thank you so much. Uh, How, how's that for a Sunday fast break? It was uh, the first Sunday fast break ever, I think. Um, so, yeah, thanks. So. I don't know if it was necessarily fast, but maybe. Well, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. <laughs> yeah, of course. Happy New Year, everyone. And we'll look forward to having you on for weeks to come. And as always, uh, you can hear more from Trent on our website, WCIA.com. He's going to continue to help us break down Illinois basketball this season.